0: Key point number two for us this morning is this. God's strategic plan operates on his timing. God's strategic plan operates on his timing. Again, let's look at Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. I want you to notice here some of the statements that that are made, some of the word choices here. You shall receive, or when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, or you shall be witnesses. All of these are focused uh, upon obedience and, and, and the future tense. But I want us to notice one more word. Consider the very first word of Acts 1.8. It's the word, but. But you shall receive power. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now, those of us who who grew up, you remember uh, Schoolhouse Rocks. uh, Schoolhouse Rock was was that... uh, uh, fun way of learning some some educational things. The, the conjunction here is but. You remember conjunction, junction, watch your function. Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. You know, that's the idea, right? We're, we're going to be connecting this with something else. So when we see this conjunction uh, here, uh, clearly in English, the word but, but it works the same way in Greek too. So when it's translated from Greek, the same concept is here this is a conjunction that is connecting this phrase with the previous ones it's conne- it's making a connection here so the natural question is what was said beforehand what is the connection well let me give you the full picture it's acts chapter 1 let's look at verses 4 through 8 and being assembled together with them he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem so first thing first thing he says he commanded them not to depart from jerusalem but there there's that word again it's it's being used again but to wait for the promise of the father what is the promise of the father that's the holy spirit if you look closely you might see that the word promise is capitalized this is referring to the holy spirit it says but wait for the promise of the father in other words the holy spirit which he said you have heard from me for John truly baptized with water, but there it is again, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Now that's critical in fact, in my in my Bible, in my notes, I underlined those words, not many days from now. that's going to give us a timeline that's going to tell us the Holy Spirit is coming very, very soon. And he also gave them an instruction. He says, you wait in in Jerusalem, you hang out in Jerusalem, and wait for the Holy Spirit to come. The Holy Spirit is coming. How soon? Not many days from now. Therefore, verse 6, therefore, there's another conjunction. What is it doing? It's connecting the thoughts. We're going to continue here. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked Jesus, saying, Lord, Will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or season seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. In other words, the disciples, if you remember from the gospel accounts, the disciples were continually confusing when this was going to happen. Many of the disciples were thinking, with Jesus going into Jerusalem they were thinking, ah, this is the moment. This is the restoration of the kingdom of Israel. And they were excited about it. They didn't realize that even though Jesus had repeatedly told them that he was going uh, to be crucified and on the third day he must rise again, they were just so consumed with the idea that the Messiah is going to restore the kingdom of Israel that they missed what Jesus was actually doing. Now here, their focus has shifted instead of who's the greatest gonna who's the greatest of us gonna be in the kingdom of israel they with humility come before the lord and say is this it god is this the moment is this when is this the time of restoration that's the fourth theme of the gospel right we have creation the fall redemption restoration That fourth theme of the gospel is what the the disciples are asking about. They want to know. They kind of were ready to go from creation, fall, restoration. They were ready to skip right over redemption. And Jesus was like, no, 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 no. You got to slow down a little bit. We've got to go through redemption first before we get through restoration. And there's going to be a season where we have to make redemption available to others to let people know. And that's ultimately what the Great Commission is all about, right? Letting them know that redemption is possible. And then once that season is over, then we're going to have the time for restoration. So Jesus said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. That, That day will come. Jesus is not rebuking them. He's not saying, uh, you, you, you've done this. You know, this is, you know, Do you not yet get it? Uh, this is not, he doesn't rebuke them over the idea of the question of restoration. Instead, he just simply says, if, listen, right now there is something ahead of that. And the something that comes before the restoration is what? Redemption. Redemption happens first. So he refocuses them. And then in verse 8, he does what? But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So two quick observations that we've just made. One is that the disciples are asking a question about the fourth theme of the gospel, restoration. Lord, is this the time? that the kingdom of Israel will be restored. And Jesus then, and this is our second observation, is that Jesus doesn't rebuke them. He just simply says, not now. We have something that has to happen before restoration, and that's not our primary concern. Our first concern is redemption and letting people hear the gospel.